If we want to list every way Spreaker can help podcast publishers, well, we need a podcast of our own. Whether you're in charge of long-running series with extensive backlogs or countless limited series, you can organize and monetize your entire catalog with Spreaker. With Spreaker's customizable publisher plan, you can add collaborators, analyze extensive listener analytics, and even share exclusive content through custom RSS feeds. And that's just for starters. Head to Spreaker.com to learn more. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com. Welcome to Overwatch, airing only on Firefall Talk Radio and the Firefall Network. This broadcast is proprietary information except where noted that the information comes from outside sources. The combination of that information and the matter presented is exclusive and cannot be repeated or reused without permission. The date of this broadcast serves as the registered date of the following information. Hello, I'm Richard Grund. You may not always agree with our point of view, a spiritual and biblical viewpoint. Even if you don't agree with our point of view or understand it, you will be challenged, you will be informed, and hopefully inspired to do research to know more. You should want to know more to come to your own conclusions. Overwatch was created to take reflections in the dark to the next level. Reflections in the Dark was a boots-on-the-ground point of view overwatches a view from above, a point of view with a distinctive spiritual and, at times, as mentioned, biblical mindset. You may not see that or agree with it. We simply ask that you keep an open mind. We take our spiritual, supernatural viewpoint of current events, politics, finance, cybersecurity and trends, prophecy in the end times, religion and the paranormal, and offer it to you for your consideration. Do your own homework. Do not be ignorant or caught off guard. We've missed a couple of weeks due to some complications here, and we will get back to the bandwidth of the beast investigation into 5G. But some things have changed of late, and I wanted to give them an overwatch examination that kind of helps us understand where we're going with 5G and why these things are happening. I wanted to talk about the fact that we are taking baby steps to Babylon, a place of the influence and rule of the Antichrist. Whether figurative or literal, we're seeing it being revealed in our society in so many ways. The COVID-19 pandemic is still affecting us and I believe key to all these things I'm sharing with you. We were told immediately to take restrictions, to stay in place, to not go outside, to stay at home, let's shut down the schools, let's shut down society, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, stay six feet apart, as if this 
virus has an imaginary lifespan of six feet and just falls out of the air and dies, or there's an imaginary force field that consumes it as it gets six feet away from you. None of those things are true. The fact is, an airborne virus can travel as far as a breeze will take it. And it will live anywhere from hours to days, depending upon who you listen to and to where it lands. It's on your shoes. It's not on your shoes. It's in your... When you flush, so don't fart, because they're testing that, too, to see if you can catch it. Folks, this is one of the biggest theatrical productions the world has ever seen. We have shut down societies. We have ruined economies. We've interfered with schooling. And we've done all these things based upon models that were now proven to be false. We've listened to the experts and found out that they didn't really know what they were talking about. And when other experts, scientists, and doctors have stepped forward to challenge the narrative, they've either been banned from social media, vilified, attacked, some are being sued, some are losing their jobs. When you watch what's going on, no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, your eyes should be open that this has little to nothing to do with the virus. When they give you guidelines that create a division in society, forcing people to take sides, asking you in certain places to spy on your neighbors and report anybody and not biting by the order. Remember, these are orders. These are not laws. They really are unconstitutional. And my civil rights and liberties don't end where your fear begins. So we need to wake up. We need to see what's going on with open eyes. When I post on social media, I'm constantly ending it with wake up, think for yourself. And I do this, I do this show, and I make the comments I make knowing full well that in the current mindset, they could splash back on me and cause me problems. And while I am bold, I am not careless or foolish. But let's keep going. The word that comes to mind is dystopia. It's a Greek word. It means bad place often characterized by dehumanization, tyrannical governments, environmental disaster, a cataclysmic decline in society. A dystopian society is an imagined world or society in which people lead wretched, dehumanized, fearful lives. And if you follow social media, you see those elements are very active. You see them in fictional works, artistic representations, so stories set in the future from when they were written. George Orwell's 1984, Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. So what are we talking about? We're talking about a pandemic. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the word pandemic is an outbreak of a disease that occurs over a wide geographic area and affects an exceptionally high proportion of the population. Usually, of course, it's always attributed to an outbreak of a disease, but it could be about other things, uh, people, places, thoughts that are widespread. A fear can become a pandemic. 
but I noticed every time I say that word, I feel led to emphasize the word Pan. There was a Greek god named Pan. Who is he? Pan is the demonic pagan god of sexual perversion, pedophilia, and rape, also portrayed roaming through the forest with his genitalia erect, drunk, lasciviously looking to frolic with nymphs, whether they comply or not, piping, playing his music as he looks for the next person to put himself upon, trying to find nice words to say these things. He represents the lower nature of man, its animal base instinct. We know that the pan flute and all these things are representative of him. He's depicted with goat's feet and two horns and wearing a lynx pelt. He's also the god of music, the god of goats and sheep and their shepherds. I find that interesting because what we're seeing in the pandemic It's the creation or the separation of society into the people that are awake and the people that are sheeple. Bah, bah, tell me what to do. Historically, the Cave of Pan is located at the base of Mount Hermon. And if you've been with me all these years, you know we've talked about Mount Hermon. It's the place where the fallen watchers of Genesis 6 from the Book of Enoch landed and decided that the daughters of Adam were pleasing and broke their vows to heaven, broke the rules, broke ranks with heaven, and impregnated them. And from that, we got the race of giants known as the Nephilim. According to Encyclopedia Britannica, Hermon, Hermon, H-E-R-M-O-N, means forbidden place. And many believe, as I do, that Mount Hermon was the gateway, the port of entry for the watchers who became fallen and corrupted the human race in the days of Noah, leading to the flood. In the Bible, the area is called Caesarea Philippi, and the remnants of the Temple of Pan are outside limestone caves. Originally, instead of being called Caesarea Philippi, it was called Paneus, Panion. The modern name of Baneus is the Arabic corruption of Paneus. Mentioned in Matthew 16, it's where the Lord referred to Peter when he said that he was the son of the living God, the Messiah, and he said, upon this rock I will build my church. Some, like the Catholic Church, mean he was building upon Peter as his rock. I disagree heartily because the word was Petra, small rock, sliver. But some are saying that he was talking about the rock of the gods, because that's what that area is called. That upon those rocks, in a backhanded slap to the pagan gods and the fallen watchers, he was building a church that their gates would not be strong enough to stop. Whether that's true or not, one thing we do know to be true is that the symbol of the Baphomet strongly resembles Pan. The Baphomet is considered one of the most evil of all symbols. And if you look closely at it, you will see its emphasis, of course, is on sex. It's androgynous, both male and female. You see the breast of a woman and erect genitalia. Aleister Crowley, a well-known Satanist and Pan follower, wrote this hymn to Pan in 1929. I rave and I rape. I rip and I rend, everlasting world without end. Mannequin, maiden, maynod, man, 
in the might of Pan. It's from the word Pan that we get the word panic. And one story involving Pan is the tale of war in which Pan helps his friends survive a vicious struggle by letting out an immense cry that frightened the enemy and caused him to run away. And from this story we get the word panic, the sudden, uncontrollable fear that leads people into irrational behavior. Well, when I tie all that together, you know what I see? I see that panic and pandemic and the Greek god of Pan have so many things in common, especially when we measure it against the COVID-19 virus that came out of Wuhan, China. When we measure it against the response by governments, local and national, when we see how people are reacting in fear, they look at you when you're not wearing your mask, and in some places they will report you, and police and security guards will either detain you, possibly even slam you to the ground. We have reached a place in society I did not believe we would get to this quickly, but we have. And when you corner an enemy and you don't have the ability to finish them off, you create a ripple effect, and that's what we're seeing right now. That's just my opinion. I'm not making political commentary. I'm simply giving you my spiritual perspective of where we are at the moment. We are in the middle of a panic, a pandemic, and elements of pan. Remember, he was the god of pedophilia. Aren't we seeing a lot of that in the news right now? They're being arrested in record numbers. They're being exposed. So much of this correlates to where we are on May 18th of 2020. You can't ignore it. Now, we're going to talk about the pandemic and what it's caused and some of the things I'm seeing over the last couple of days that I felt compelled to share with you when we come right back. Hello, I'm Richard Grund. You know we're being encouraged to keep a safe distance and stay at home for our own safety, watching our hands, being proactive against infection, and I get that, it's important. What no one seems to be promoting is building your immune system to give it the ability to withstand this and any virus. People that are the most at risk are the ones with compromised immune systems. And that doesn't just mean underlying medical issues. That means unhealthy, weak bodies. We should be working hard at building strong immune systems, eating right, taking the right quality supplements, exercise, and get some sunshine. God gave us this amazing body, and we should be taking better care of it. If you need help with that, look no further than my son, Jesse Grund, certified strength coach and mobility expert. His company, Unconventional Strength, at unconstrength.com, U-N-C-O-N-S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H.com. He's also on Facebook and Instagram. You will get knowledgeable, quality information and be supporting a small business owner. Workouts and nutritional information you can apply wherever you are. You may say, I can't afford to, but can you afford not to? It's your body, your health. It's an investment in yourself. Welcome back. So the COVID-19 pandemic, you say, I, I just have to hit it, pandemic, has caused sudden uncontrollable fear and irrational behavior. It's caused people to give up their will and their choices to become the sheeple that I bod about before, 
They, they do what they're told without question or even common sense. The fear of this virus has inspired an irrationality that to many of us makes no sense. Other things that make no sense is the blind trust in compromised medical experts pushing for a vaccine that has little to no chance of ever working on a coronavirus like COVID-19. Why are they pushing a vaccine solution to this pandemic when they know that an mRNA virus is too volatile and unstable, shifts and changes and mutates too many times to be solved with a vaccine? From Wuhan to Iran, it shifted. It was a different vac- different strain in Iran. Since then, depending upon whose report you believe, I'll believe the report of the Lord, of course, but scientifically, it's, it's mutated anywhere from 8 to 30 times. And by the time they come up with a vaccine that might work, to make it work, they have to have the previous strain in it, but that strain will no longer be viable because, oh, come on now. There's not going to be a vaccine. So why are they pushing this? Why are they trying to convince us? Because it's part of the reset of society. It's part of, I believe, the indoctrination through fear and manipulation to create the pathway to Babylon and the Antichrist. KRON4.com. Coronavirus, we're not going back to normal. Governor Newsom, California Governor Gavin Newsom, here's the quote that got my attention. We're not going back to normal. We're going back to a new normal with adaptations and modifications until we get to immunity, until we get to a vaccine, Newsom stated in his daily briefing. Well, come on, Governor Newsom. Nancy Pelosi's nephew. Why are you calling it a new normal? No, it's not normal. It's abnormal. And there's never going to be a vaccine. We're never going to get to that place. But of course, they will make one and they will create one and, quote, find one and present it upon you. NewYorkPost.com. Researchers from around the world are racing to find a vaccine for COVID-19. And according to the article, they're close. A number of approaches are about to start human trials. Folks, we don't ever start human trials first. We go through animal trials and other things before we get to human trials, but this is on a fast track. From a Band-Aid-like micro-needle sticker to traditional shots in the arm. Still, experts say, according to the article, widespread vaccine use could be at least a couple of years away. Dr. Kevin Tracy, president of Feinstein Institutes for Medical Research at Northwell Health, says, If everything went perfectly, well, it would take 18 months to two years at minimum. More realistically, three to four years, and that would still be fast. Still, Tracy and other researchers on the front line of the pandemic have more hope lately. We will beat this virus, whether it's 18 months, two years, or four years, he tells the Post. Our treatment protocols are approving every day. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. When was the last time a vaccine stopped a flu? When was the last time a flu vaccine actually worked? Because the coronavirus is a flu, and the traditional flu has killed more people than COVID-19, but shh, 
Don't tell anybody that. That doesn't help them control us. The article goes on to say one of the most promising COVID-19 vaccine is in the works from Moderna Therapeutics, a Cambridge, Massachusetts biotech company. Remember, we talked about them. Human trials have already begun at Moderna, bringing it one step closer to necessary FDA approval. The vaccine was developed at a rapid speed, partly due to China releasing the genetic sequencing for the novel coronavirus in January, giving scientists around the world a head start. Oh my goodness, a product made in China about a virus that they let loose that did what it did to the world, and now we want to applaud them for giving us the blueprint to their bioweapon? Please. Now, if you remember... We talked about Moderna Therapeutics here on Overwatch. Moderna Therapeutics grew quickly from an unknown startup to reaching over $1 billion in fundraising in a short period of time. Why? Well, Nature.com says investors were clearly attracted to Moderna's technology, which aims to use chemically modified messenger RNA or M. RNA. Well, where have we seen that? Because that's what COVID-19 is, an mRNA virus. By using these molecules to produce any protein that the body might need. Backers have also bought into the reputation of the company's high-profile co-founders and its charismatic chief executive, whose bold ambition is to move 100 drugs into clinical testing within the next decade, treating everything from cancer to rare genetic diseases. Nature.com goes on to say Moderna is something of a mystery. As a private firm, it has revealed very little of its research. Its academic founders have published only one study using Moderna's mRNA therapeutics technology in rodents, and the company itself has disclosed scientific details including some about early work in non-human primates, only through patent filings. Add in questions about the strength of Moderna's patent position and the troubled history of other RNA-based drugs, and some analysts are wondering whether the company will be able to deliver on its promises. Peter Kolchinsky, managing partner of RA Capital Management in Boston, Massachusetts, one of the latest investors into Moderna, says, quote, mRNA delivery would reinvent how we as an industry tackle many diseases. Well, who's behind some of this? CNBC.com, May 19, 2017. Bill and Melinda Gates are placing bets on this biotech in a race to develop a Zika vaccine. You remember Zika, the mosquito-borne virus that plagued the Caribbean and African nations and shut down tourism, they still don't have a vaccine for that, but we won't go there. Moderna Therapeutics, currently valued at close to $5 billion. Remember, it started out at a billion, went to $5 billion. Is the most valuable private biotech company in the United States. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has provisionally agreed to up to $125 million to underwrite Moderna's attempt to make a vaccine for Zika. Three years later, we still don't have it. The Gates Foundation has pled to give Moderna Therapeutics up to $100 million 
to develop mRNA-based vaccines for infectious diseases. Now, scientifically, traditionally, the biotech industry usually manufactures drugs outside of the body, and then they are ingested or injected. Well, Moderna wants to flip the script by using messenger RNA, that mRNA we talked about. Inside of everyone, there are about 22,000 proteins. Our DNA contains the instructions to produce each one of these 22,000 proteins. But when our body needs to make more of a specific protein, it produces a copy of the instructions for producing that one protein. That copy is mRNA. Think of it as the software of the hardware of DNA. By injecting synthetic mRNA into the body, Moderna says it can direct the body's cells to make proteins, turning cells themselves into drug-producing facilities. For vaccines, the approach is the same. Inject the mRNA associated with Zika should prompt the body cells to produce proteins that Zika needs to replicate and survive. When presented with these proteins, the immune system will react as it does to the natural virus, producing antibodies to fight future infections, even though a person hasn't really been infected with Zika. Through Moderna's mRNA technology, the antibodies need to fight a true Zika infection will have what they need because it's already been made. Read between the lines. They're going to infect you with the coronavirus to fight the coronavirus. They've already admitted that people are going to get sick from this, possibly even die. But let's just go down the fact, did they ever do that? Did they ever create the vaccine for Zika? No. What they have done is set us down the path to changing the software of human DNA. Companies that have tried and failed with their own mRNA efforts often cite accurately delivering RNA molecules as one of its chief challenges. Without being wrapped in some sort of biological delivery system, mRNA has a difficult time getting directly to the cells. Well, gee, isn't that what they did in Wuhan? They created a virus that burrows its way into the cells, hijacks the DNA, and forces those cells to produce more COVID-19 cells? Yes, that's exactly what they did. Well, the FDA has fast-tracked authorization to Moderna for clinical trials with NIAID Director Dr. Anthony Fauci's complete vote of confidence. Nationalfile.com reports that President Donald Trump is locked in an intense power struggle with Bill Gates who's pushing his vaccines, which may not be available to the public until after November's election. Gates, we know, has a lot of pull in the medical world. He's a multi-million dollar relationship with Dr. Fauci. And Fauci original took the Gates line supporting vaccines and casting doubt on hydroxychloroquine. You know, the drug that doctors are combining with a ZPAC antibiotic that is helping people. Well, why would he do that? There's no money to be made from hydroxychloroquine. There is money to be made from the vaccines that Gates will create. 
Also on the coronavirus response team is Dr. Deborah Burks, B-I-R-X, who was appointed by former President Obama to serve as the United States Global AIDS Coordinator. She also sits on the board of a group that has received billions from Gates Foundation, and Burks reportedly used a disputed Bill Gates-funded model for the White House's coronavirus effort that we've already mentioned failed miserably. But Dr. Fauci is pushing the talking points that we'll never go back to normal in our society until we have the ability to mass vaccinate people. Gee, where have we heard that before? Maybe Bill Gates all the way back to 2015? Something he has asserted that mass gatherings in our culture may not come back at all before mass vaccination. This is a part of the manipulation. This is a part of what they're trying to get us to conform to. And thankfully, people, cities, even politicians, doctors, scientists are pushing back and saying no. Do you remember back on January 21st in a Newsmax TV interview, Dr. Fauci downplayed the threat of the coronavirus. Quote, this is not a major threat for the people in the United States, and this is not something that the citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. But then right after that, the coronavirus exploded in the United States, and now he's demanding a vaccine. Fauci later said that people would not have to change their daily activities as a result of the outbreak. When he actually knew that according to NIAD-funded study of the bat coronavirus, that scientists at Wuhan Institute of Virology, the Chinese lab at the center of the controversy over their bat research, they confirmed in 2018 humans died from that coronavirus. Well, stop me here, Doc. One minute you're saying it's not a threat, but when in actuality you funded the study that proved that it was two years ago. But then we can't forget that Bill Gates is a big proponent for population lockdown in the outbreak of the coronavirus. He wanted the, the, the United States shut down for six weeks on March 26th, but of course he changed that. DailyMailUK.com, March 26, 2020. Bill Gates says that Donald Trump needs to lock down the U.S. for six weeks to have any hope of flattening the curve of the coronavirus infection rate. Gates was asked during an online TED Talk what he would do if he was president. He said the top priority would be to keep people indoors to flatten the curve. It would also be important to emphasize more that to do so will not be easy. But now we're hearing people say that they, doctors and scientists and epidemiologists saying the worst thing we did was making people stay inside. They didn't get healthy. They got out of the sun. Now in New York, they're finding out that many of the recent victims of the coronavirus never went outside. Keeping them inside made them stuck in apartment buildings of petri dishes, of other people that might have been infected. How is it we're still listening to these yahoos when they never get it right? Bill Gates went on to say the clear message would be that we have no choice but to maintain this isolation that's going to keep going for a period of time. In the Chinese case, it was like six weeks, so we have to prepare ourselves for that and do it very well. If you're a country doing isolation well, within about 20 days, you'll see those number of new cases really change, go down, and that's a sign that you're on the way. 
Gates said that he would emphasize that to do this is not going to be easy, but would ensure that such a message is loud and clear for everyone to anticipate. In that 2015 TED Talk, Gates had already warned of the impact of a global pandemic, what it would do to today's globalized society where people can freely travel across the globe. This is so ridiculous to me, and I hear people, they're so panicked. Don't go outside. Oh, no, you can't go back to work. Don't, don't stop the shutdown. They're, not, they're so blind. They've been so manipulated. And what I'm looking at is people that I thought would know more are going to be easy marks for the Antichrist. But did you know that Gates is funding the vaccine candidates? that compete with and hopefully replace hydroxychloroquine. And Fauci's agency co-partnered on the project, which takes us back to who? Moderna. In April, Dr. Fauci, he prays on Moderna, saying that a vaccine is the only way to definitively assure the end of the virus. And Gates is working on multiple coronavirus vaccine projects. Quote, Gates Foundation money is back, backing vaccine development on every front. Anovio Pharmaceuticals of Pennsylvania received $9 million from the Gates-backed Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness, CEPI. Innovations uh, got that money. Um, we know Moderna got money. He's got his hand in all of it. He gets the profit from the vaccine. When are we going to wake up? I, don't, I keep saying this, and I'm shocked by the fact that we're still having this conversation. You know what else I'm shocked at? B- BusinessInsider.com from an Associated Press report. President Trump names former pharmaceutical executive to lead his administration's all-out effort to produce and distribute a coronavirus vaccine by the end of the year. Who is this executive? Well, Monsef Saloi, a former GlaxoSmithKline executive, will lead Operation Warp Speed, Trump's push to accelerate the vaccine development's process for COVID-19. According to administration officials, Saloi, S-L-A-O-U-I, in case I mangled it, is serving in a volunteer capacity, but he's being assisted by Army General Gustav Perna, commander of the United States Army Material Command. Who is Saloi? Yeah, well, he's associated with Moderna. He used to be on their board. He holds millions of stocks, but we'll get back to that. The move comes as the president and White House aides hope to produce vaccines for the coronavirus faster than what many scientists believe is realistic. The administration is aiming to have 300 million doses to distribute to Americans by the end of the year, believing a reliable vaccine is the only way to promote an economic rebound. Operation Warp Speed is operating largely independent of the existing White House Coronavirus Task Force, which has shifted its focus towards vaccine development. The initiative is being promoted by White House senior advisor Jared Kushner and involves officials from the Department of Defense and the Department of Health and Human Services. Gee, what does the Department of Defense have to do with this? UPI.com, Defense News, May 12, 2020. Apiject Systems awarded $138 million for syringes 
for the COVID-19 vaccine, the Department of Defense announced it has awarded a $138 million contract to Apigex Systems America to create a ready supply chain for pre-filled syringes when the COVID-19 vaccine is available. The contract is to produce hundreds of millions of, quote, smart syringes for administering the COVID-19 vaccine once it becomes available. According to the Pentagon, Apigex subsidiary Rapid USA Inc. will immediately initiate Project Jumpstart, a program to develop a high-speed supply chain for pre-filled syringes using blow, fill, seal, BFS plastics manufacturing technology. This will enable the warp speed development of hundreds of millions of medical-grade injection devices to be ready by October 2020. By the end of 2021, Apoject is planning to have the capacity to manufacture 330 million pre-filled BFS syringes per month, meaning every person in America could theoretically be jabbed once per month with a new vaccine. Not this boy. I'm not getting injected with any vaccine. Naturalnews.com. Coronavirus vaccine microchips will be able to send real-time data straight to the government. What makes these syringes smart is that each one comes with its own optional radio frequency identification, RFID chip, or near-field communication, NFC tag, that can be synced with a smartphone app for tracking by healthcare workers. This will allow for the real-time transfer of data to the government about the syringe, what vaccine it contains, and who is receiving it. Quote, before giving an injection, the healthcare worker will be able to launch a free mobile app and tap the pre-filled syringe on their phone, capturing the NFC's tag's unique serial number, GPS location, date, and time, the Apoject website explains. The app then uploads the data to a government-selected cloud database. Aggregated injection data provides health administrators an evolving real-time injection map. (laughs) Injection map. There you go. While the technology is being unveiled in direct response to the Wuhan coronavirus, the COVID-19 pandemic, Apoject and Rapid say that it can also be used for all future pandemics or public health scares that drive the masses to demand rapid vaccination. At the onset, Apoject will be manufacturing these smart syringes at plants in Connecticut, Illinois, and South Carolina. As time goes by, it will expand to other locations throughout the U.S. Are we seeing a pattern here? So if I understand this correctly, the military will be mobilized across America to help administer forced vaccines that are tagged with RFID and GPS location data. They'll be linked to your personal ID and synced with a government database that will, of course, be able to enforce their immunity passports and other Gatesian ideas rooted in a societal and medical tyranny. Once again, shocked that Trump is doing this, a man that claims to be anti-vaccine. But President Trump has also recently announced the names of some of the folks heading up Operation Warp Speed. 
that government initiative. I mentioned the top dog, former GlaxoSmithKline executive Monsef Saloi. He was also a general in the military. I think we're going to have a vaccine by the end of the year, and I think distribution will take place almost simultaneously because we've geared up the military, Trump is quoted as saying about the timeline for the program. But back on March 21st, 2020, Monsef Saloi denied any involvement in the U.S. COVID-19 task force. And while technically that was truth, that wasn't the entire truth. Several local news outlets claim that the former chairman of pharmaceutical giant GlaxoSmithKline, who's been sued a number of times for a number of reasons, was a part of the task force researching a vaccine to clamp down on the spread of the virus. The international expert, Saloi, is currently a member of the board of directors of American biotechnology company Moderna. Are we, are we seeing all the little dots being connected? Saloi explained that he's part of the company's research and development committee. Well, since then, he has stepped down. And he's being forced to sell or divest himself of $10 million in stocks from Moderna so that there's no conflict of interest. I know your head is reeling from some of this information. I'm going to give you a moment to digest and we're going to take a break for a short word. If you have a business, you need a website. One that tells your story, shows your vision, and portrays your passion. Contact Greg at timetogetasite.com for a free consultation or call 1-800-342-0324. Prospects want to know more about what you have to offer. Don't delay. Go to timetogetasite.com today or call 1-800-342-0324 and ask for Greg. The Porch, an online Bible study and community of believers. Every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern with archived broadcasts available for listen or download. Get a book of Acts Mindset to shake the world one last time before the return of the King. And we're back. Naturalnews.com doesn't mince any words about this. This is what they say. President Trump is now jumping in bed with big pharma criminals to turn the American people into human guinea pigs in order to push big pharma profits and try to boost the stock market in time for the November elections. And instead of choosing to work with a corporation that has no criminal record, he chose the vaccine maker that has the worst criminal record across the entire vaccine industry. According to ABC6, Monsef Saloi, a former GlaxoSmithKline executive, will lead Operation Warp Speed, Trump's push to accelerate the vaccine development process for COVID-19, according to an administration official. Saloi is to serve in a volunteer capacity and will be assisted by Army General Gustav Perner, the commander of the United States Army Material Command. Well, if you're wondering... Why is the U.S. Army General getting involved with GlaxoSmithKline? Again, a quote from President Trump. We're mobilizing our military and other forces, but we're mobilizing our military on the basis that we do have a vaccine. You know, it's a massive job to give this vaccine. Our military is now being mobilized, so at the end of the year, we're going to be able to give it to a lot of people very rapidly. Well, you don't have to be bright to see that he's describing a military-run forced vaccination program to a lot of people very rapidly. 
Why would you use the U.S. military? Because it won't be optional. It won't be voluntary. Again, I'm shocked that President Trump is doing this, that he's going to use the United States military to force vaccinate millions of Americans against their will. Operation Warp Speed is a scheme to skip safety tests and clinical trials in order to roll out a risky, untested, unsafe vaccine that will be injected into you at gunpoint, according to naturalnews.com. I'm still having a hard time with this, folks. I did not think we'd be seeing this so quick in 2020. What about Bill Gates' supposed miracle vaccine? Well, in his rush to develop one, or two, or even seven, Bill Gates has openly admitted that upwards to 700,000 people could become injured or die from these jabs. The Microsoft co-founder, prominent eugenicist, has been more outspoken in recent days than perhaps ever before about his desire to vaccinate the entire world, in this case, as soon as possible. And the reality is that many more will die from the vaccine than from the virus itself. Speaking during a recent segment on CNBC, Gates admitted that in order to make vaccines, quote, work for the most vulnerable groups, they have to be supercharged in a sense. And this supercharging means that some people are going to be injured or killed as a result. Martin Armstrong of Armstrong Economics crunched the data and found that the number of deaths around the world that are being attributed to COVID-19 pales in comparison to the number of people who will be injured or killed by the COVID-19 vaccine that Gates has admitted to is going to harm them. While the worldwide death count with COVID-19 is currently around a quarter of a million, roughly 1% of our population, the number of people that could die from Gates's vaccine would triple that. We're better off telling Gates to hit the road and let the virus run its course with proper nutrition and building up our immune system. Vaccine experiments harken us back to the 70s when they rolled out a vaccine for the swine flu and administered immediately to 45 million people over the course of 10 weeks. What happened? They had to stop it. Every one in 100,000 vaccinated individuals ended up suffering severe side effects that included Guillain-Barre syndrome, while another 53 died. Because of this horror, because of this horrific effort, Julian Barr is supposedly monitored every single flu season to ensure that influenza vaccines meet certain safety thresholds. The side effect of treason is lead poisoning or rope burns, but not usually both, joked one big league politics commentator in reference to Bill Gates. John the Baptist paved the way for Jesus, wrote another. Bill Gates is paving the way for the Antichrist. And that is what this is really all about. Everything that we're watching, everything that they're doing, is paving the way for the new world order and the arrival of the Antichrist. He's not here yet. You don't know who he is yet. None of the players on the world scene, as I can tell, are him. They don't fit all of the qualification. Be that as it may, the COVID-19 coronavirus 
pandemic has been about resetting society, remolding how we think, how we feel. Are you going to obey to get us ready for the time when it won't be a choice? Initially, it starts out like it always does. Oh, for your own safety, to save lives, stay home. When now we know, as I mentioned before, that wasn't the healthiest thing to do. Now they're saying the people that wear masks are more likely to become infected because they're rebreathing the same air. Oh, come on, come on, come on. When are we going to stand up and say no more? I want, I would like, I pray that more of you would wake up and stop being sheeple. If you've been listening to me, whether here on Overwatch, Reflections in the Dark, or the Porch, I'm encouraging you to think for yourself, to allow the Holy Spirit to guide your thoughts and guide your decisions. And when it seems right to be able to resist, resistance isn't futile. They want you to believe that it is. We cannot put our trust in any men, any women that walk this earth. Our trust is only in the one, the risen Lord, the one who's coming back, the King of kings, Lord of lords. We have to stop. We have to read. We have to pray. We have to discern the signs of the times. They're blaring all around us, and I'm trying to get you to wake up. As far as President Trump, hit him up on Twitter. Write him. Understand that if you do write him at the White House through the email thing, you're, you become public record. I would suggest you write a letter. I would suggest you contact your representatives and tell them, no, we will not be accepting any RFID, NFC, chips, forcible vaccines. If that's your position, it's mine. Nobody's sticking a vaccine in this man's body. I don't care who's pushing it. For whatever reason, it's time America woke up. It's time the church spoke up. And I'm going to end this early. Normally we go for an hour, but I have a whole nother uh, batch of information that will probably take another hour, and I don't want to go over. I don't want to do an extra long show. I really think that uh, the shorter the better. I give you so much information. Some of you have said you become overwhelmed by it. So we're going we're gonna to end it now. But don't, don't go to sleep on me. Don't give up. Don't give in. Post on social media. Speak to your friends. Don't get into arguments. It, can't, it, it doesn't pay to argue with fools. But share with them in love the truth and hope that they open their eyes. If they don't, you've done all that you can. I've done all that I can. This is Richard Grund. Advancements in the medical field are giving nurses faster, more effective results than ever before. They should expect the same from their education, too. 
Capella University's game-changing FlexPath format allows you to set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move faster through your program. So the faster you move, the more money you save. When you're ready, we'll be here. Visit capella.edu for a trial course at no cost to you. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter.